Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome back to Live Your Personal Best. We are already on day four of the week one reset, talking about three steps to making changes stick. Because up until now, we've done a lot of planning around our goals. Day one, we were thinking big, thinking large, writing down all of our goals that we have for ourselves. And from there, we really narrowed in, dedicated ourselves to one, chose what our focus is, Then yesterday, we talked about the mindset when going around this goal and how to be confident in actually attacking it. But we actually haven't really talked about, okay, what does that look like? Now, how do we go forward? How do we start to make these changes? It's funny because I was actually talking to one of my friends about, you know, what this new year brings. And a lot of us, you know, it's like, oh, I wonder what this new year is going to bring. But in my head, I was like, I kind of already know what my 2022 is going to look like. Like, I already have a plan of my editor that I'm working with for book number two. And so I have a date that that will probably publish end of next summer. I have decided to relocate out of Boston for spring. And I already signed the lease for April, May, and June of the new place I'm going to be relocating to. And all of these things seem very planned out already. Like, there's not a lot of room for, you know, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. But I realized as I was saying these things, like they still take a lot of work to actually get there. And yes, I can have the plan that my book will be coming out end of summer, but I don't actually have many words written right now, right? Like I have the idea and the plot and the editor, but I still have to make time day to day. Like I have to actually do the work. And that's the part that sometimes we forget about is doing the work. So today's episode, that's what we're going to dive into is when you're doing the work, how to actually make these changes stick with three steps. But before we get started, week one reset is five podcast episodes that come out one each day, but there is an exclusive podcast episode that's talking all about the number one reason why people fail at reaching their goals and resolutions and four step process on how to avoid that. So if that sounds like something that you need, go to my website, weekonereset.com slash goals. Weekonereset.com slash goals. It's completely free. There's an exclusive podcast episode. There is a workbook that goes with it. And so go check that out so you don't keep falling into the same mistakes that everyone else does. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Step number one is dream big but focus small. This is a trap that I find myself getting into a lot is I'll have this really big goal as I just said right goal could be I'm publishing my book end of summer and I can keep telling myself that's the goal and I can be making 
little progress towards it. But sometimes when our goals are so big, we can almost disillusion ourselves of being like, oh, well, of course, that's not going to all be done today or that's not all going to be done this month. So I, I can kind of put it off. I'll, I'll just chip away very, very slowly. And that happens when you're only focusing on the big picture. That's what happens when you don't focus on, okay, I'm going to focus on this one thing this next month and it has to be done within this month. Then making it something reasonable, right? We have to start breaking down these goals that we have for ourselves that are so big into these smaller tasks. If your goal, for example, is to get promoted at work, and you know that your mid-year review happens in June or July, and so you're waiting till then to have the conversation with your boss. Well, you can't tell yourself now of, you know, dreaming big and like, oh, I can't wait to have that next step up. I can't wait to be manager and then waiting till the summer for that to happen. No, you look at it and be like, okay, what is one skill that I can focus on for these next four weeks? Can I take a little bit more responsibility? Can I learn a new skill? Can I do this presentation? Then next month, same thing. What can I focus on for this next four weeks? And by doing that, you're focusing small, but it's still towards the larger goal. So don't get lost dreaming so big and having your goals set so high that you forget to actually do that smaller work, that smaller steps that will be pushing you forward. Then number two is track your progress. I think that this step right here is what differentiates the people that are really serious about their goals versus the ones that are just somewhat interested in it. And I'm I'm being completely serious because I've noticed it with my own goals too, is once you start actually measuring things, once you start tracking your progress, it's a lot easier, one, to take a lot of your emotions out of it, right? You can't be like, oh my gosh, I did so much work and I don't have anything to show. And then you realize you didn't, right? Like you have a log of everything that you've done and what progress resulted from that effort. And this could be relatable for everything, but especially, you know, if you're living to live your personal best, it's probably a fitness related goal. And I know that a lot of people have the goal of, I want to get in shape this year. So you have to figure out, okay, how am I going to measure that get in shape? Am I determining that by the amount of times that I go to the gym per week? Am I measuring that by how much weight I'm lifting? Is it about how far I'm running or how fast I'm running? Like it could be so many different things that you're measuring, but you have to decide what it is that you want to track your progress towards. And not only that, but I think that this is a great check to make sure that you're actually choosing the right goal. If your goal, say, is weight loss and then you're like, oh, no, no, but I just want to get in shape. So then you're only tracking what you're doing at the gym. Well, that might not correlate directly to the weight loss, right? So you have to make sure that what you're tracking is actually getting you there. And tracking your progress means both tracking what you're doing day to day, what the to-do list is, all the efforts that you're putting in, along with the results. So it's a little bit of both. And if this is new to you or you want help with tracking, that's actually all that I talk about for week one in my Beyond the Hype Bootcamp. It is a six-week video course that brings you through the stages of eating healthy, working out, finding food freedom, but in a fun, sustainable way that you can carry on beyond those six weeks. So week one talks a lot about tracking and how I personally do it and how I think it's best when it's related to your goals that might not have analytics that are easily measured. So if you're interested in that, then go to emilykaufman.org slash beyond the hype. I'll link it down below, but very helpful if this is new to you. 
So that was step number two, track your progress. And then the last step in order to make these changes stick is to simply prepare. I think that preparation and being prepared is the number one thing that helps people with preventing the burnout, with, you know, staying mentally sane as trying to make big changes, with staying on track with all these things. Because the more prepared you are, the more you're going to enjoy it, the easier it's going to feel. Like, I don't know about you, but there have been days where I go to the gym and I forget my headphones or I forget a water bottle, maybe it's in my car, or I grab the wrong socks and they're just like bugging me and falling off the whole time. Like, I'm sure that there's some situation that you can picture in your head of when you've tried to get a workout in and it was not ideal because of that lack of preparation. When I skip this preparation, I don't enjoy what I'm doing as much, right? I feel off in my workout. I feel distracted by it. And it makes it harder to get back to the next time, right? Like you're leaving the gym, you're like, oh my gosh, like that was such a bad workout. I didn't have water. I didn't have my music. I didn't have all these things, right? And so think about the opposite of that, of those days that you're so prepared. Like you wake up and you already have your post-workout snack ready. You already have that smoothie made. You're just, you get up, everything seems effortless to follow into, and you're set up for success. So it's really great to get yourself in the practice of asking yourself daily, what can I do to prepare myself for this goal? Because if you're working towards something, it might not be something that you're working on every day, but how can you start preparing yourselves for it? And these might be the little things, but it's seriously the world of difference. If we go back to the example I was using in the last step about wanting a promotion at work, And you ask yourself one night, you know, on a Sunday night, what can I do to prepare myself for this next week a little better, right? Like you already like, okay, I'll go to bed early. I'm working every day, but like, what else can I do to prepare? And you think to yourself, you're like, okay, well, I want to look my best this week. So I'm going to make sure that all my shirts are ironed right now or my skirts ironed right now. So you spend that extra five, 10, 15 minutes ironing everything out. And so then the next day when you're at work, and you're standing in front of people, and you're making that presentation, you're just that much more confident, right? You're not standing up there being like, oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't worn this shirt. It's not ironed. It's all wrinkly. Do I look like a mess? I just threw it on this morning because my alarm was five minutes late, right? Like those things can throw you off, but by being the extra inch prepared, by putting in a few extra minutes to prepare the night before, the day before, that's what's going to be the difference between you really enjoying going after this goal versus it being really tough and feel like a lot of effort and then that leads you to quit, right? The whole point of this is how can we enjoy working towards our goals? Because the more we enjoy it, the better chance of success we have. And that's really just what it comes into. Like I can give you all the tips in the world and I will continue giving you all the tips in the world. I have over 100 podcast episodes that you can go back through and listen to. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to all of these tricks, all of these steps, all these how-tos are to get you to enjoy this, to enjoy your life, to enjoy everything that you're working towards because there's no point of it if you don't. So step one is dream big, but focus small. Break down your goal into the smaller steps that you can work towards. Step two is find a way to track your progress. 
And then step number three is make a daily habit of asking yourself, how can I prepare extra for this? How can I prepare for tomorrow? How can I prepare for this next week? Whatever it is you're going into is just how can you prepare? And getting yourself into these habits, that's going to make these changes stick. So with that, We only have one day left of week one reset. Tomorrow I am joined by a guest and we are giving you just a little bit of hope and lasting inspiration hearing from one of the first female marathoners and what advice she has for going after big goals. And if you haven't already, go check out the exclusive podcast episode, the number one reason why most people fail their resolutions. It's at weekonereset.com slash goals week1reset.com slash goals. And with that, I'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.